Hey guys, this is the unofficial Vegas podcast. How's it going, Hazer? Oh, it's going great, Sam. How are you, my friend? Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. It's been a while since we've done an episode, it seems like. It's been a bit. Yeah, yeah I got to keep the people waiting, you know. Let them, let them go without for a while, and then we'll drop a couple on them. And uh, yeah, on the, on stuff. the edge of their seat. Edge of their seat? I don't know. Maybe. Let's hope. On the edge of their uh, airplane seat flying to Vegas? Oh. No, <laughs> not, not these not days. Not for us. <laughs> I mean, some, not for us. Some people are going, though. In Some this, people are yeah. going. In fact, it's getting a little bit wild there. There's been all kinds of crazy, like little fights breaking out in the casinos and stuff. And it's a bit, it's a bit weird right now. I'm not sure I'd even want to go, but of course you want to go. Why wouldn't you want to go? I... Well, I want to go just, just to check it out. In fact, Len and I were talking about it the other day. There's some of the deals that are coming through are just ridiculously good right oh, now. Oh yeah, the like the Rio deal you sent me. Yeah. Well, there's another one. I don't think I, I told you about the one at the Caesars. No. So Len got an invite for that. He stayed at the Caesars, Caesars uh, several times. It's uh, it's like regular hotel price for the night. So it's like two ninety five for the hotel. But then they're going to give you $260 worth of dining credits per night. Wow. So you basically, it's like a foodie vacation. So you pay full price for the hotel, let's say. But then you've already prepaid two hundred and sixty dollars per night for food at premium restaurants, like um, oh no, it's not Caesars. It's at it's at the Aria and the Bellagio, so you can stay at either the Aria or the Bellagio, and then and and dine at any of the restaurants at those two locations. And there's some premium restaurants there, so you don't have to go to McDonald's with that credit. No, you don't have to go to McDonald's with that credit. No, you can go you can go a little bit upscale uh, compared to that. That'd be amazing. Hey, eh? what a good deal. It would be good. It would be good. In fact, he was, he wanted me to check to see what would happen if I crossed the border to go try out this deal to see, to see about it. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, we could probably get there, but getting back is the problem. I don't like, think you well, can. First of all, you have to be a citizen. You can't go. I don't know. You, you can, can cross. cross into the States. You can cross into the States. They'll take you. But the Canadians, the Canadian border doesn't want you to come back without quarantining because there's so many cases down there. I guess. Yeah, so. I, I don't see how we could either cross and back and definitely quarantine for sure. And then they, 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 uh, they impose it so in, so in such a way that they could actually call your house or drive by your house. And if you're not there during your quarantine, you could get fines. And I think somebody told me it's actually up to three months in jail. Yeah, yeah. On paper, they're never going to do that. But it's of course true. Not, they will. It's like they ooh. will follow up. No, it's a major pain. It's a major, major pain. It makes you think twice a little bit about not quarantining. Oh, yeah. And if I did go, I, I would obviously quarantine. I would, you know, I wouldn't, I'd set something up so that I'm not sleeping in the same bed. And, um, you know, I would definitely separate. I mean, you guys did that when you came back from Mexico. We did. Right. 14 days. Yeah, so same idea. I mean, it's rough, but you can survive it. Well, we did it at the time where COVID was just starting. Like when we came That's back, true. literally had just started. We, we got yeah. to Mexico the day before everything went crazy. So when yeah. we came back, we had no issues doing 14 days because nobody wanted to be outside anyways. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody was scared. Now is a different story this time, but yeah. anyways. Well, hey, you know what you just did there? That was an excellent segue. For what? Segue into the show topic. Because this topic of the show is supposed to be talking about comparing a Vegas vacation to other destinations. Yes. Right. So that, that trip you took in Mexico, that was to an all-inclusive? It was. And? Good trip? Oh God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Good times. See, I, I've only, there was a friend, we went all inclusive with the kids this time. 
It was the first time we've done that. Okay. And I was a little bit leery about doing that because to me, when you go to an all-inclusive, I want to just park my ass by the pool, by the beach. <laughs> I want to eat when I want, sleep when I want, drink when I want. Yeah, no, no cooking. No responsibilities whatsoever. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the kids, you know, they're just going to want us to do this and this and this. And it actually was, it was awesome. Like, Oh, good. Yeah. It was, but they, they were in the pool. They did, you know, activities, whatever. Fantastic. I mean, obviously- so- you're not taking it. I mean, I actually, I've seen kids in, in Vegas, which surprises me because I don't see why you take your kids to Vegas. It's just not a, it's not a kid place. Like why? And even you and I walking late at night on the strip, there's kids everywhere. Like yeah. why? What What are you doing? That, patri- that particular trip that you and I took was like that for some reason. I don't know why, but, but yeah, there's, there's really, I mean, this is kind of an ongoing debate, although I would say the majority of people agree that it's not a great town to bring kids even older kids i mean you can do that and there are some ways to occupy them but the only reason to bring your kids is if you absolutely have to like if you're going you know say you yeah. have a conference or something and you know you're bringing along your spouse and the kids just for the hotel room and they're going to hang out and you know do a few kid things but otherwise it's not a great place for families i think the first our first trip was easter weekend or something like i think we went on yeah, that sounds familiar. On Easter Monday or something that's, like that. You know what? That's what it was. Yeah, it was a holiday. So yeah. it was kind of like a holiday week. Kids were out of school. And so yeah. they're looking for somewhere cheap to go maybe. I mean, once you go to Circus Circus and you go, you know, there's a few things. There's a there's that Marvel exhibit at the Treasure Island, which is really cool, actually. We should do an episode on that sometime. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, you go see the dolphins. You know, there's a, like a small checklist of things that you could do with kids. It's still but, weird. But like then, you know, it, then it's just weird. I mean, it's just not, it's just not a great place for families in general. Like I have, I have a seven, 10, 17 year old. Other than the 17 year old, if I told my kids, Hey, we're going to Vegas. I, I guarantee there's not going to be like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. You know, like it's going to be, we're going where, where was this Vegas? What is that? Yeah. I don't know. It's not, no. you know, where, uh, you know, a place where kids do like to go, like to go though. Oh, Disney World. Yeah, baby. Disney, baby. Now you're, so I work for, the, I mean, I work for drawingplants.com. I've gone to Disney many times. Yep. You might be right up there in top five people I know that are Disney fans. Like you, like you just love, you just can't get enough of it. You love going there. And we, we talked about this just before we started recording the show. If Vegas had a, if uh, Disney had a poker room, <laughs> Disney would definitely take the cake <laughs> over Vegas. <laughs> yeah. If only, right? Like when you're in Mexico on the beach, are you thinking to yourself, man, I wish they had a poker room here where I can go play some poker for a couple hours? Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> for now, sure. they did have a casino night, so we did play a little bit of oh, blackjack. Yeah, it was like we would play money and Something. the kids get played to, a little bit, whatever. It was fun. Get to fiddle with your chips there and get the little, get your stack going. Yeah, they didn't have chips though. <laughs> no chips? Oh yeah, actually they did have chips. That's right. They did have little, yeah, they did have chips. That's right. It was play money though, obviously. Okay. I think when we left, they uh, they gave Kate a check for $13,000, which we still have. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Nice. He's waiting to cash in. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's going to clear, but anyways. Is it a giant check like uh, Happy Gilmore? No. No, it's just a little <laughs> cheapy. Okay. Fake. Okay. Doesn't even look real. Anyways. Okay, so, you're, so you, got your, you got your vacation budget, and let's say every two to three years you want to do a trip. Um, 
when do you decide to uh, save some of that vacation money for Vegas as opposed to going somewhere else? What What is it about a Vegas trip that makes it worth visiting, worth your vacation dollars? Well, you and I talk about this all the time. It's value. We talk about value a lot. And yeah. it depends really what you want to do like if, if for your for your money. You can get a lot of different dining experiences in Vegas, a lot of different shows for different costs. You can see really cheap shows that are really good. Like, again, value, right? You're, you could be paying $25, $30 to see an amazing show. Whereas, you know, if you're... And, and it also who you're going with. If you're going with as a couple, like would you do New York City... Would you do San Francisco? Would you go to Chicago? You know, the major tourist cities in the States, let's say. Yeah. If we're just talking about the States, what would you do? Like, I've been in New York City. I've been to Vegas. And I've been to New York City with kids. And I've been to Vegas with no kids. So what are you looking for? There's lots of dining in New York. But I would tend to think it might be a little bit pricier than Vegas, probably. Some of the nicer places, if you're, you know, going down, um, what is it, Madison Avenue, I think, in New York, when you get a little bit more upscale restaurants, it's you probably won't get as good value as you would in Vegas, I would think. You're, prob- you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, that's, okay. So, I mean, when you think about traveling, I mean, the basic idea of traveling is that you want to go to a city that you know that you haven't been to before to explore yeah. it to see what it has to offer the thing about i think the difference between new york and vegas is that vegas is a city that was basically built for tourists right like you've got lots of local influence there and of course there's lots of locals that go to the strip and go downtown but it's really meant for the the visitor in the same way that disney you know is is an is a property is a resort unto itself which is meant for people to come and spend their vacation a place like new york chicago san francisco a trip like that you're you're arriving into that city pretending to be you know what like you're pretending to be a local for the length of your trip right so you're really blending in with the people that are there during their everyday life i mean and and i think new york is the epitome of that you know when you're walking up and down the street in new york you can you know all the tourists are looking up at the skyscrapers and all the locals are looking at their feet because they want to get to where they're going as fast as they can. Yeah. So you, yeah. So you really feel like you're blending in a place like Vegas, Disney resorts in the Caribbean. These are places where, you know, you're going to actually be on a vacation, a self-sustaining vacation, you know, separate from where you normally live, doing things you don't normally do um, in a place that's, you know, it's built for that. So I think Vegas kind of stands out that way. But Vegas, I think is a cross between, let's say, New York, which, like you said, New York is not built for tourists. You know, obviously, there's a great deal of number of tourists that go to New York City, but there's a lot of people that work there that you know they're they're just trying to get from point A to point B. There, so they're 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 mixed into the crowd of tourists. And Vegas is a little bit of a hybrid of that, where there are some people that are that are there for because they live there and. But yeah. there's also the probably the majority of people that are walking around are tourists. And then you have Disney, which is 100% tourists. Yeah. It's a destination. They built it for people to go. There's no other reason to go to Disney except going on your vacation. Yeah. I mean, obviously the staff, but I mean, I think that's the difference. And that's I think that's what I like about about Disney is that 
everything in Disney is geared to receive a tourist and yeah. receive people who are just there to have a good time. And as you, and as you know, they don't cut corners on anything. I mean, that's what it is. It's you're going there for, you know, that if you go to Disney, it's going to be an amazing time. Yeah. For me anyways, because that being the fan that I yeah. am. Well, it's true. I, I agree. And I also feel the same about Vegas. I feel like Vegas is a, the kind of place where you're, you're guaranteed to have a good time. Like, here's the cool thing about Disney and Vegas. I mean, a lot of people love going to both destinations like us. You know, I would, I would take either one of those trips. I think they're both high, high quality trips, vacations to do. Um, with the exception of, you know, Disney's obviously more for families. We've talked about that. But the thing I love about it is that when you go to Disney, the Disney is, is, is intentionally trying to make you forget about everything that's going on in your real life. They're creating this kind of utopian area where it's all about sunshine and rainbows and happiness and entertainment and excitement and, you know, magic and all of this stuff. And they've, they absolutely do it. Unlike anybody else in the rest of the world, they do it. But it's not real. It's not real life, but it's not meant to be real life. Well, Vegas is the same thing, but in a completely different way. Vegas is a place that says, come here and you can do whatever you want. All those vices, you know, the gambling, the drinking, the partying, you know, all the skin shows, everything. Like all of this stuff is like, it's all taboo. So Vegas is kind of doing the same thing, but in a very different way where they're saying, forget about everything that you normally do in your daily life. Go to Vegas, have a great time, you know, just let all your inhibitions go, go wild, but you know, in a safe way, but go wild, have fun and you know, know that it's not real life either, you know, but you're just going to temporarily live the life of a complete degenerate, have a great time, and then go home back to your regular life. One thing that you mentioned there is that, you know, they, they make it so that you forget your, your everyday life. And one perfect example of that for us, when we went, um, one of our many vacations at Disney, we're on the streets of America. And it was the, um, I'm drawing a blank now, what the name of the lights were. Remember those? They don't yeah, have them the Osborne, anymore. The uh, Osborne family. The Osborne family lights. Spectacle yeah. lights, yeah. Which, so if, if, if anybody's listening who has no idea what this is, there's just, it's, you're in the middle of, a, of this street and there are Christmas lights like you have never seen before. There are, they are just everywhere, blinking, flashing. There's, yeah, it's unbelievable computer controlled light shows yeah, with all music, of these lights. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and, you know, there's a whole bunch of people, the, the ambiance, everything is amazing. And then, um, I remember there was one particular part where, uh, if you ever seen home alone, there's a little, uh, there's a song that, that plays, um, it's like a choir, um, of people singing. And this song was playing at Disney. And then next thing you know, it's snowing in the streets. <laughs> They're making it snow in Florida in the middle of the street with the lights going and the song. It was amazing. You know, you're with the kids and just everything's great. And my wife, who is, she just goes to Disney because the kids want to go and I want to go. She's not a big Disney person, but she turns around and she is just crying. She's like, this is <laughs> Sasha, so good. Come on. Right. It was amazing. It was like, there you go. That's that, the whole trip it was did, worth it just Disney for that magic. moment. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what you get when you go to Disney. You're, you're, not necessarily guaranteed moments like that, but that's, that's what you get when you go to Disney. Yeah. It's like you in front of the Bellagio fountain, you know, that time you turned around to me after seeing it for the first time with a tear in your eye and you're like, it's, it's so majestic, Fred. It is so majestic. Okay. 
did not have a tear in my eye. <laughs> it was windy. It was. <laughs> it was a splash on the fountains. It was too much pepper. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good times. But one thing I that I find is different though, if you were to compare Disney and Vegas, is that when you go to Disney, if you do it the way we do, is we always take we stay on property, we get the dining plan, we pay everything in advance. Yeah. So you're almost guaranteed to know exactly how much money your this vacation is going to cost you. Whereas Vegas, there's a lot of variables. You may end up spending a lot more than you think you're going to because once you're there, you may be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to eat here instead of there. Uh, you might gamble more. You might lose more money. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of variable there. So if, you know, if, if I think budget is a key there if you were going to pair the two. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point. I never actually thought about this, but Vegas is very much more of a do-it-yourself vacation. That's right. You're in charge of your budget. You're in charge of your itinerary. No one's going to automatically come and entertain you. You've got to plan out what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, with Disney, you can go in pretty blind and just kind of say, look, I'm going to book a room on property with some park tickets, go to the park, get my map, and off I go and hope to be entertained. And you're probably going to be successful. That, that's a good point. With Vegas, it's a lot more... A lot more, maybe not as much work up front on the trip, but a lot more work while you're there to kind of plan out what you're going to do day to day and control your budget, that kind of thing. That That's certainly true. And when you use a service like Touring Plans, what's nice is that they can plan out your trip for you when you're there, whether it's attractions, rides, whatever, and based on their crowd calendar and yeah. so on, as you know. Contrarily, with Vegas, there isn't really anything like that. No, no, the stuff in Vegas... Well, the, the the equivalent in Vegas is gambling advice. There's lots of things you can learn about how to minimize your gambling losses, be a smarter gambler, that kind of thing. There's also things, there's also ways, and we've talked about it on the podcast many times, ways to find deals that are maybe a little bit harder to find, ways to save money on show tickets, how to get deals on hotels, um, you know, how, how knowing how much to to budget for each of these things and maybe cutting little corners here or there to save some significant money. So there's, there's things you can do. Like there's things that a smart traveler can do by, um, you know, reading the book and, and listening to podcasts and that kind of thing. It's possible. But like you say, it's, it's, it's not the same, not quite the same as going to Disney or other places where no. those things are a lot more accessible. And wherever you go, you have to research. I mean, obviously, even if you're going to Disney, you're going to research the attractions. You're going to research which resort you're going to be staying at the the restaurants and so on you're you're yeah. doing your own you're reading reviews and this kind of thing and similar to vegas you're looking at shows you're looking at restaurants hotels there it really isn't uh that i know of like a low a centralized location where you could go and say let's say you were in vegas one night and you want to go see a show there is there a an app or something that'll say okay well what kind of show do you want to see tonight i want to see a comedy i want to spend this much money um, I went in this location of Vegas, go give me the, the options and then they're rated by star or whatever. Yeah. I think that, oh, that, that would something be very beneficial. Well, I don't know if that exists or not, but well, let's make one. Let's make Touring one. Plans of Vegas. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> the thing I love too about Disney and Vegas is that they're both very American. Like when you go to Disney, yeah. it, it's very much, you get the sense of, um, you know, main street, USA, the mid, you know, the kind of the happy, the, you know, the 1930s yeah. Midwest towns. Um, it's the whole thing is very, very patriotic. It's very American. Although it, you, you're also very aware that it's, that it's a utopian vision of America. It's not the true America with all of its fault and everything that comes with it. And I, and I, 
and you know, then you fly five hours over to Las Vegas, you go there and you get the same feeling. This is also very much an American place. It's, you know, overly hyped. It's, um, it's got glitz and glamor. It's got, you know, billion dollar properties. It's also very much an American feeling place, but also not the true America. You know, this is not every day, um, in American living when you're in Vegas. Yeah, it's it's an exaggerated version of yeah. the American idea. So I love how those two things contrast because I've had a very difficult time explaining like why I like those two places so much. I love them both almost equally. I don't need the poker room in, in Disney um, and I don't need the super utopian schmaltz in Vegas either, but I, I love them both equally. I think, I think that's why. I think that's because they're they're both this kind of lived exaggeration of what America is. And for for me, a guy like me, who I, I love nostalgia, I love vintage things. Uh, and just recently, this weekend, we were clearing out the kids' rooms, getting rid of a lot of stuff as they're growing older, and you know, getting rid of some clutter. And I saw a pile of of stuffed animals and things that they were getting rid of, and um, I stumbled on to um, Olaf. Oh yeah. And I said uh, to Sasha, I'm like. Why, why is Olaf here? Why why is he on the ground? And she's like, well, we're getting rid of him. I'm like, but do you realize this stuffed animal <laughs> is from Disney? Like we didn't buy him a Walmart. Like it's from Disney. You can't get rid of this. And she's like, it's just a stuffy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's from Disney, damn it. It's Olaf, damn it. And it's the same thing for me in Vegas. Uh, I have playing cards that are from Vegas that are yeah. from the world series of poker and i i almost don't even want to play with them because i'm like no you no they're collectors yeah it's it's little treasures yeah for sure i get that yeah and then and that the the nostalgia thing i think for vegas and disney are two of the places you'll get most of you'll get tons of the of that nostalgia well for destinations that's why people go back so much to both places um you know lots of people as you know just every couple years back to disney like to see what's new yeah. Um, you know, go to our old favorites. Same thing with Vegas. You go, you know, you go back, you want to have that feeling, you want to have that experience, you want to try your luck out again. Um, both those places have big draws for return guests. No more country Unlike, bear jamboree. I would say, country bear jamboree. Hey, take it easy. It's a classic. classic I love, I love the country bear jamboree, but it's it's closed, isn't it? Closed? Uh, well, it's closed at Disneyland. It has been for years, but it's open no, no, at, at Disney, Disney World. World. I thought it was closed. Didn't you tell me that they were getting rid of it? And I was like, no, no, no. They no. can't do that. No, no. They're not getting rid of that. It's no. so good. It's so it's so bad. It's so bad that it's that good. It's, so good, yeah. that it's good. I love going there just to hear people that are seeing it for the first time on the way out saying, oh, yeah. shaking their heads saying, are you kidding me? That was the <laughs> worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like it's a small world. It's It's awful. But you so have to good. go in there and sit and sing the song and whatever. You got to do it. You got to do it. Like it's For the sure. same thing in Vegas. Go to Binion's. Let's face it. Oh, yeah. I I think we'll go to Biz- Binion's every time we go just to check out the Poker Hall of Fame and walk that, you know, walk those floors, check it out. Plus, it's free parking if you listen to our last episode. So I wonder, I, th- I think maybe Jeff uh, from uh, Jeff Does Vegas, I wonder what his thoughts would be on something like the Flamingo and... I think he's he's done an episode on this where comparing how it originally was and how it is today 
and the evolution yeah. of that place. Yeah, good one. Be something be interesting. Because when you go to when you go to Disney, some of the places are exactly as they were years ago. Right? Some of them. Yeah. Some of the attractions are yep. exactly like Country Bears. That has not changed. I mean, they have a a Christmas edition that they bring out every season, but otherwise it's the exact same show that you've seen for 50 years, you know, Carousel of Progress, another one. There's a Christmas show, Country Bear Jeopardy. I've never seen that. Yeah. Well, you got to go to Christmas. I did. Well, you didn't do Country Bears then. I guess not. Yeah. They dress them up in country costumes and stuff. I also missed hey, out on Christmas Nikki costumes. talking when, when we were there last time. <laughs> oh yeah. I wasn't feeling good one morning and, I stayed at the resort while the uh, while my family step. went out to the Magic Kingdom, and when you walk in, Town Square Mickey's on the right, and he was in there, and he was his mouth was moving and talking. Sasha told me this. I'm like, come on, you're well, kidding. I can you, take, you're pulling my leg. I can take you to Vegas and show you a talking Mickey, but he talks by taking his head off and then talking to his buddies <laughs> while he's waiting for somebody to put coins in his hat on the way by. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with like the 1970s. The rough cut Mickey. That would be something that's, that um, I would be interested in doing is some sort of, not necessarily a tour, but next time we go to Vegas, just hit all the old original spots and yeah. just oh, do kind a, of a little tour of that. That's a cool idea. A, a Vegas, a retro Vegas yeah, touring plan. Like original, where you went to. nostalgic, yeah. old time Vegas. You start at the Flamingo, the first one, then you... You know, when you work your way up, you get to the Mirage, the first like multi, you yeah. know, or the first large scale property. That's cool. That's a cool idea. And that restaurant that Jeff mentioned, I forget the name of it, where it was off yeah. somewhere there uh, off yeah. strip, but it was like this old kind of steakhouse where they, they were dressed in place. white, uh, yeah, white suits. The waiters <laughs> that'd were be awesome. Something like that. That'd be awesome to do. That's it. That's our next Vegas trip right there. That's it. Line it up with some poker. Let's give it. <laughs> I can't. The only time I can go to Vegas and not play poker is if we bring our spouses. We should do that too. That could be fun. Yeah, that would be fun for sure. Might be a while though. We'll see what's happening with this stuff. I've been listening a lot to some other podcasts, getting the latest news about what's going on in Vegas, and it's it's not great news. But I think uh, you know we're optimists. I think all of this stuff will settle down eventually, and we'll get to a spot where it will. We're having regular trips again. We just got to kind of wait it out and get there. We hear good things about um, that, about the, the vaccine. Like it's, pro, it's progressing. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, who knows when, but yeah. apparently they're making progress. Yeah. Look at us. We're Canadian, right? We're just so positive. We're like ch- chipper. So yeah, it's all going to be fine. Meanwhile, the streets are burning to the ground in America. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, oh, right? no, it'll be fine. You'll figure it out. That's it. Yeah. I like that. That's a good chat. Yeah. I, I, I've always been curious about this idea, about what, you know, like, why why do you decide to spend your money on Vegas? I think we've we've uh, got some good comparisons in there to help people decide, especially with Disney. I think I think yeah. like you hit it on the head there by comparing the two. I think uh, those are those have those two have to be your biggest the two biggest destinations in the states for they fam- are. for vacations. They are, and historically, well, yeah, well, Orlando has always been the number one family destination in the world. Yes, um, but for if you take families out of it and just say destination, it's usually number one, and Vegas is usually number two um, in terms of uh, uh, United States. However, in the past couple of years before COVID hit, Vegas was actually Vegas had a string of one or two years 
where they were actually the number one destination. So they're starting to make a bit of a comeback. But yeah, those are the two big ones for sure. If you're going to travel within the States, you're probably going to end up at one of those two places. And I think they're both worth it, but I think they're different vacations for sure. What would you say it rounds out the top five then? Uh, it's, well, New York is third. Um, California in general is fifth, like just yeah. the LA area, like non, non-Disney. Well, and the Anaheim area as well. Yeah, uh, San Francisco's on there. Chicago's on there. Those are the main. Those are the main ones. Yeah, those are the those are the main ones. New Orleans is on there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. New Orleans is a big one. Nashville's a big one. That's a, that's a, also an interesting comparison. New Orleans versus Vegas. Yeah, that's true. Because you can uh, yeah you can hop on some gambling riverboats down there, play some poker. That's a place I've never been. New Orleans. Love to go there someday. Big party place. Yeah, you know I love to party. Give me some Jack um, and Cokes. Let's go. And and I hear a lot of uh, Nashville as a, a proper destination. Yeah. Everyone else in my family has been to Nashville. They love it, and they say I would love it, but I've never been. So got to check that out, too. But Vegas still number one over all those places. Uh, well, with with Disney, depending on your, your trip type. Family or yeah, no family. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That, that, that's the big separator, family or no family. But I would say I know sure. some people and I've gone as well uh, with no kids to Disney. And it's it's just a different experience when the kids aren't there. But it's 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 still amazing to me. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, the comedian uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. You know, what he says about uh, people without kids that go to Disney. He says there's there's lots of people that go to Disney without kids and they're called weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. I mean, there's lots of people. And that's maybe that's the one difference is that you can definitely, you can go to Disney whether you have family or not and have a good time. Whereas Vegas, if you go with family, it's, it's. I mean, you could do it like we said, but it's not an ideal family vacation for sure. No, and, and you know, going to Disney with no kids, there's lots of high-end dining too. You know, like Victorian Albers, like there's a lot of place, a lot of really nice place, you know, Citrico's and and... Gico. Grand Florian. Yeah. You know, all these places. Oh, yeah. Those are hot. There's some good restaurants there. You can. You can go to um, <laughs> Disney Springs, a lot of shopping there. It's just it's just a good time. You can do it, but you, can, you can't avoid the kids. That's the one thing. Like, you, it, you're not going to have a, I mean, you can have a romantic vacation at Disney, but it's it's hard to do because there's kids everywhere. I mean, even if you go dine at Gico at 1030 at night there's kids there there's just kids everywhere yeah. you go yeah you, know? you just have to be aware that if you're going yeah. there that's expect right that there's going to be kids yeah that's right it's like going to an all-inclusive that's not um yeah adults only okay. there's going to be kids exactly yeah it's just going to be the you know that's the way it is and if you go to the vegas there's going to be kids there will be too there yeah, will be apparently. kids there's, there's kids everywhere i mean obviously if you're taking trips um but yeah, obviously, the, the, if you're looking for a, a romantic getaway, then Vegas is. is but I mean, it, a lot, it, it depends who you are. I know yeah. some, I have some friends who are Disney diehard people, and they've. I think I, one couple I know actually got married there. Oh but yeah, ten lots of people do that. Sure, with no kids. Yeah, you would do that. Good stuff. You would do it. Yeah, one day. You never know. When Chantal, when you when Chantal finally convinces you to slip the ring on her, then maybe you could do it at Disney. 
Sorry, I'm losing my connection here. I think we're f- fading, fade to black. Something's wrong with my microphone. Shaka, so I don't know what's happening. Shaka, shaka. I'm sorry, so you're breaking you're, you're breaking up my network connection. That's what's buffering. Now, here's an interesting question, Hazer, because we're comparing Disney to Vegas. How would you say um, we, we didn't talk about Disney Cruise? No, we Vegas. didn't talk about cruising. And yeah, so... Cruising is a whole nother basket of vacations with its own challenges, its own deals, its own um, um, experiences. It's a kind of a whole nother vacation game, the, the whole world of cruising. And um, you really have to, I mean, I would actually put like Disney Disney Cruise Line, let's lump it in with all the other cruise lines because I think that's more appropriate that the idea of cruising in general is a whole nother separate type of vacation and and again you can find cruises that are great for families you can find cruises where you probably wouldn't want to bring a family um where it's better for you know couples what would be the advantage of going to vegas compared to going on a high-end cruise because they're like they're like cities right you get you can do a whole bunch of stuff on there shows dining all that kind of stuff you get that on cruise ships too yeah the difference is is price you can cruises are expensive um Whereas Vegas, you can get much better deals, much better value, and much better show quality. Much better like, value. You know, That's it. You much said better it value, time. for sure. I mean, you're going, you're not going to see a Cirque du Soleil show on a cruise ship. Um, that would be you're something. Gonna see, you're going to see, a, you're going to see, a, you know, decent evening entertainment. Good comedy. I mean, I think comedy could be good anywhere. Um, but you're, you're just not going to get the quality of entertainment uh on a cruise ship that you would get with the vegas shows i mean i just there's nowhere in the world i don't think you can get maybe broadway would be the exception but um yeah but yeah in vegas and and there's a lot more to explore in vegas i mean the thing about vegas is that it can be whatever you want it to be i mean it can be an outdoor vacation if you want whereas cruising you're you know cruising is all about the ship right it's about whatever that ship offers the ports that you're going to what they offer and that's kind of where you're at but you're going to spend three to three to five times the amount of money to do a cruise that you're going to spend in Vegas. So, so money aside, would you, and I you know you're probably going to say it's different, but would you say you'd prefer to go on a cruise or go to Vegas? Oh man, that's tough. Prefer. I mean, I would probably prefer, uh, yeah, like everything else being equal, I probably would prefer Vegas for the oh, really? variety. Yeah, I would, I would say so. I would tend to prefer Vegas. That's the right answer, um, given that we were we host a Vegas <laughs> podcast. Wait, this isn't the cruising podcast. I thought no. we switched over there at the half an hour mark. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love cruising. Cruising is great. Um, yeah, but if you're if you're yeah, you know, gun to my head, I'm I'm picking Vegas. I think Vegas has just got more variety. It's more freedom. There's um, better quality entertainment better value. There's a lot of check boxes that Vegas has that cruises don't have. Um, the thing about cruises is, is nice is kind of like your idea where you talked about where, you know, you're with Disney, everything's kind of taken care of. It's, it's all taken care of. It's, it's whereas Vegas is do it yourself Yeah. on a cruise. Yeah. You, you pay for the cruise and then, you know, cruising has a whole nother thing where they kind of nickel and dime you as well. Once you get there where, you know, you're there, but you still have to pay money to do the things you want to do. Um, but that being said, the entertainment's provided, the dining's provided, the lounges are all there. Everything's self-contained and everything you need is right there at your fingertips. Uh, again, Vegas is a lot more and, you know, hunting out throughout the different places in Vegas to find what it is that you want to do. So, And this is another place we didn't talk about, um, which you've been, um, if you were to compare Vegas to Hawaii. 
Hawaii. Wow. Well, ho- <laughs> yeah. Compare really Vegas compare the to two, Hawaii. No, you can compare them. I mean, Hawaii vacation, uh, Hawaii vacation is a lot more cultural, right? So you're, you're going to experience life on the island. You're going to take in some Polynesian culture. You're going to go to luau's. You're going to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more active in Hawaii. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to be doing some hiking. You're going to be doing some, um, you know, stuff in the water, boating, all this kind of thing. Um, you can also just sit, you know, sit by the pool or sit on a beach in Hawaii too, if you want to do that kind of vacation. Um, but Hawaii is more, Hawaii is much more about the outdoor stuff, right? Going to see the mountains, touring the islands, uh, you know, climbing up Diamond Head, doing all that stuff. It's a lot more active. Vegas, I mean, you can do a five night Vegas trip where you never see the sun. You know, you're just inside. Yeah. You're in the shows, you're dining, you're at the casinos doing, you know, that kind of stuff. Vegas has the outdoor stuff if you want to go find it, but you don't necessarily have to do that. I remember you saying that, and these might be Chantal's words, but I think you had said something that Hawaii was your best vacation ever. I mean, there's the list of things that I don't like about Hawaii is very, very short. I can't think of anything offhand that I would say is a negative about, well, the distance to get there for us East coasters, that's, that's a huge one. Obviously it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. So you have to go for at least a week to make it worthwhile. But when you're flying, Um, when it's the, when it's the masters, then no problem. Yeah. It was a bit of a mistake. A bit of a mistake. I had, I had to, okay. So here's the deal. You still got to watch it on the plane though, didn't you? We did. Yeah. We watched that. Well, we, we watched the Sunday on in the hotel, which was fantastic. Wow. We're in the hotel at the Disney Alani Resort watching the Masters on Sunday. And of course, because of the time zones, it was like five o'clock in the morning when it was on. Um, and we have the they had the beautiful backdrop of the LPGA, which was about to play at the golf course next oh, yeah, door. That's hotel. right. Brooke, you saw Brooke there. Brooke, where Brooke Henderson won the following week. It was like a golf Hawaii vacation. It was awesome. Okay. So if you had to pick money, no object, how would you, how would you rate Vegas? And, then, and when you were in Hawaii, it was Disney Hawaii. You were at Alani, right? Disney Alani, yeah. So Hawaii, Vegas, Disney, and Orlando. So this is these are all American destinations we're talking about. So my choices are like Disney World in Orlando. Or cruise, or cruise Las, as well. So, okay. So a Disney cruise or any cruise, Disney World in Orlando, Las Vegas, uh, or uh, uh, Hawaii or Alani, yeah. just Hawaii in general. Hawaii in general, I guess. What's the criteria? Like, which one was my personal favorite amongst yeah. those trips? No, what what would you pick if I give you the money is no object? You're, Money's you're, no you're, object. I'm sending you somewhere. Which which where, where do you go? Oh, money is no object. No, I'm I'm paying for it all. Places. I'm sending you somewhere. What do you, where do you pick? That's tough, eh? It is it is kind of tough because Hawaii is just so like so beautiful there, and I'd love to go back. It, I guess but, it's not a fair question because. Hawaii and Vegas is not, you know, when well, we compare Disney to Vegas, it, it has a little bit more comparable value, but to compare Hawaii, it's just well, so different. Here's the problem with the comparison is that if you're saying money's no object, I can cost you a lot more money with a Las Vegas vacation if I wanted to. Oh, like I'm thinking sure. to myself, okay, so I'm staying, you know, I'm flying first class. I'm staying at like some presidential suite at the top of oh yeah um, now you're talking you know the top of the Bellagio or something we're having $100,000 bottles of wine for dinner like come on so if it's an unlimited budget Vegas i mean you could i'd love to do Vegas and live as a high roller for 5 nights that'd yeah. be pretty cool that'd be pretty cool eh yeah just to go in and not even think of the dollar 
Just, yeah, just, just let her rip. Here's a good trivia question for Vegas. What is the, what is the, what is the least sold bottle of wine on every wine list in Vegas? It's kind of a trick question. Wow. The least sold. The cheapest. Yeah. Uh, No, the least sold is the second most expensive. Because everybody who's got tons of money in Vegas says, give me the best, give me the most expensive wine on your menu. Right. Nobody goes in and buys the second most expensive. Now that you mentioned, when you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Cause nobody's yeah, yeah. going to say, give me the second best bottle. Give you me have. the second best bottle you have. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of guy I am. <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah. I'm number two. So I would like to take, yeah. Give me the Where deuce. are you staying? We're staying at the second best hotel in Vegas today. <laughs> Why not the best? No, 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 no. Give me the second best. Yeah, I'm here with my second best friend. <laughs> Wait, so how'd you finish in the poker tournament? Second. Second on the bubble. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, good chat, Sever. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, so I'll just do the little standard outro. Okay. There they go. Another day, beginning of Junior. So that wraps up another episode. As always, if you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, we would love to hear from you. So send them at questions at unofficialvegaspodcast.com or hit us up at Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Hashtag UVP or unofficial Vegas podcast. Yeah, go to that Vegas. Go to that uh, Facebook page. I want to see some some comments and some likes on there. We got a few people uh, checking it out. If you do uh, listen to us on whatever platform you're using, if you could rate us, that'd be awesome too. Yeah, that'd be great. Yep. Give, us a, give us a thumbs up and a like and all that stuff. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, ciao.